Hello, how are you doing? And I'm glad to have you back on Inside Life and Godliness. Here we talk about fake lifestyle and arbitrary issues. And just like we started last week, we started a prayer series. If you've not listened to the last episode, please do well to check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts and listen to our last episode. So we're going to continue with our series. And just as we know, um, the person that has been with us on this journey is none other than Watchman Tosin. And is here again to take us deeper into why we pray, into how to pray, and every other rudiment or every other thing that is surrounding prayer and how to like sustain your prayer life and just communicate and have fellowship with God. So thank you. My name is Nerum Ioma and I hope that you guys are doing, I hope you in particular are doing well and are doing fine. So yeah, he's going to continue from this point. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, um, Ms. Ihama, for having me. And thank you to every one of our listeners, audience outside there. Um, we started a series last week on prayer, and it was so, it was a nice time in his presence. We look at why do we pray, we look at the words in prayer. And we're able to look at the the life of Jesus Christ as an example. And we saw that Jesus Christ was a man of prayer. He prayed all through his life here on earth. And most of us sing, sing this song. Jesus started with prayer and ended the prayer. That prayer is a master key. Prayer is a master key. So as a believer, we are meant to give ourselves to prayer. And we, I said that there, there are two cardinal thing that Jesus gives to us as a weapon. One is, it's a man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, according to the book of Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. And in the book of Luke chapter 18, verse 1, it says, men ought always to pray and not faint. So we see that one of the things that classify a man, that define us as a man in the realm of the spirit, is that is the ability to pray. So if we are not, if we are not a praying person, in this kingdom, we, are, we might not be a man, but it we might be an amoeba. But according to the scripture, it says men ought always to pray and not faint. So what clarifies us, what defines us, what gives us identity in the realm of the spirit, in the realm of God, is that we must be a creature of prayer. So, and that is why our host has brought this issue of prayer to to us to look into you know there are many things that is happening in our society today many people felt that we are not the one that key jesus all those kind of language that why should we be praying for a very long time what are you looking for why are you praying praying tongues for 10 hours six hours seven hours eight hours and we find that in the life of jesus christ that jesus christ sometimes he go to the mountain there he prayed all through the night he pray all through the night. So if our Jesus Christ, Jesus, born of God, could pray all through the night before he elect his disciple, then we that were just a immortal being. So we are meant to give ourselves to prayer. And one of the things that give us power to live a triumph life in this realm we are is that we must be a man, a man or 
a people of prayer. You see, Jesus Christ was speaking, Paul was speaking in the book of Galatia. He said that we are delivered from this present evil world. So we are in a world full of evil. We are in a world full of chaos. We are in a world full of ups and downs. So what give us bearing? What give us success? What give us um, an edge over other people is prayer. I tell you, my brothers and sisters, you we cannot do without prayer if really we want to live as that agent that god has sent us today to this world to do so we can't live a life of dominion outside the context of prayer and i told her that what are the purpose of prayer i say prayer is not necessarily to ask god for what we need we look we look at the book of matthew chapter 6 and we see the the disciple of jesus christ we're asking jesus teach us how to pray and he said when you pray pray in this manner our father so the first focus of our prayer is for communion is for intimacy it's not to ask god for what we need we don't come to god we don't pray to god because of what we need that is not the primary reason the primary aim of our prayer of praying to god of our prayer enterprises is for us to have fellowship with the father he said when you pray pray in this manner it doesn't say if you pray when you pray so it's a command it's what we should do every day when you pray pray in this manner our father <coughs> excuse me and many of us we've seen we are, we are being taught that that prayer is the prayer for our lord jesus christ it's not the prayer for our lord jesus christ it's a manual of prayer if we want to really know the prayer of our lord jesus christ we have to go to the book of john chapter 17 from verse 1 that is where jesus christ pray he pray for a disciple he pray for himself he said father now glorify me with the glory i have with you from the beginning of the world, from the foundation of the world. That is his prayer. But the prayer that we saw in the book of Matthew chapter 6 is not a prayer of Jesus Christ. It's not the lost prayer. It's a prayer manner. It's a manner. Because if you look, read it in the Lucan account, look, the disciple came to Jesus. When Jesus Christ has finished praying, they say, Master, teach us how to pray just as John taught his disciple to pray. So we are not given the insight into the manner on how John taught his disciple, but Jesus Christ said, when you pray, pray in this manner. When you pray, pray in this manner. Then he begins to tell us how to pray. Say first, pray to the Father. Say, our Father who art in heaven. So we must acknowledge that our prayer, we are not praying to a deity that is on the earth. We are praying to, to a being that is in heaven. So we are not a creature of this earth. We are a creature of heaven. And one of the ways to communicate to that creature is through prayer. And I told you that, and I told you guys last week that, let's say for instance, a relationship between a, a two couple that lack uh, uh, and that lack communication, that relationship is 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 going to end in a negative way. Why? Because there's no communication. Now we the 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 our communicating our communicating system with God is prayer. So we pray, we communicate to God through prayer. Now this morning we are going to move further a little bit. We want to talk on how to pray how to pray see many of us we have be, we have engaged ourselves in prayer enterprises and it's as if we are not getting results so the reason let's say for instance if you pray and you ask god to give you something and when you pray you receive the prayer it prayer will not becomes a, a a boring thing to you you want to give yourself to it why because you always receive prayer if you shake the life of jesus christ it was only one time that jesus christ prayed and he did not receive his answer it was when he prayed said 
in the garden of Gethsemane. You see, if this cup, if this cup can be passed over, I'm paraphrasing now, pass over me. But he said, not my will, but your will. That is the only time Jesus Christ prayed to the Father, and Father did not answer, and answer his prayer. So, every time Jesus Christ prays in the scripture, he received answer. Then, if we are the follower of Jesus Christ, then we should have answer to our prayer. So, then, what is not the problem? The problem is not, it's not that God does not answer our prayer. The, prayer. the problem that we are having that, that starts as hindrance to our prayer is because we don't know how to pray. Jesus Christ speaking in the book of Romans chapter 8. He said we don't know how to pray. We don't know how to pray. Even though we know how to pray, we don't know what to pray. So there's how to pray and there's what to pray and there's when to pray. So these are the things that we need to look into. We need to look look to how to pray and how do we pray so let's look at the book of romans chapter 8 how to pray thank you dear lord jesus romans chapter 8 and verse 26 scripture speaking paul speaking giving us an insight he said likewise the spirit also helped our infirmity for we know not what we should pray we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groaning which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the demand of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So we don't know how to pray. And how do we pray? Now let's go back to the book of Matthew and let's see the manual Jesus gave to us. He said, when you pray, he said, pray in this manner our father so our first focus is to know that we are praying to a father our father hallowed be the name talks about worship our father hallowed be the name our father so it is a part of reference so prayer is a posture of reference we are referencing him that is above every other being we are referencing as our father it's not our son it's not our child it's not our meet is but what is our heavenly father our father who art in heaven now that how has brought us into into the spirit of what adoption our father give bring us into the spirit of what adoption according to the book of Gal- uh, romans chapter 8 and verse 15 romans chapter 8 and verse 15 it says for ye have not received the spirit of bondage against to fear but ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry what have a father so what give us in what brought us into that family that family of god what is what our father so he brought us into the spirit of adoption so in the book of john chapter 20 he said as many that has received he gave them power to become what the sons of god so because of that we have access to the father and number two thing number two benefit on that that subject our father is that heaven we can live as we can live a, a heavenly life here on earth we can live what a heavenly life here on earth so number two say hallow be the name hallow be the name talks about what thanksgiving you are giving thanks to god you are giving praise to him you see now that if you begin to follow you see that he's still talking about what communication he's talking about what fellowship he's talking about being what having intimacy so thanksgiving you are giving thanks to him you are giving thanks to the father according to the book of Mark, uh, psalm psalm 100 he begins to give us how we should give thanks to god then the, the number three articles or 
on that hallowed be thy name is praise. We give praise to the Lord and He give us it bring us to that point where we reverence God. So hallowed be thy name talks about thanksgiving, talks about praise, talks about reverence. If you don't reverence him, you can't have answers to your prayer. So one of the reasons why we don't have answer to prayer is because we don't reverence God in the place of prayer. So how do we pray? These are the protocols. Number one, we pray to the Father. He brought us the spirit of adoption. He adopted us as a son. In the book of John, when he, he resurrected, he was going and he called Mary. Mary wanted to touch him. He said, don't touch me because I have not ascended to your father. I'm my father. So we must know this protocol for us to have effective prayer. Answer to our prayer. So number three things. He said, the kingdom come. So the first two articles talk about what God. He said, our father, the hallowed be thy name thanksgiving reverence praise now the number three article there is the kingdom come the kingdom come according to the matthew matthew chapter 12 matthew chapter 12 matthew chapter 12 matthew chapter 12 and verse 28 let's read that matthew chapter 12 and verse 28 thank you precious holy spirit we honor you we honor you we honor you Thank you, Lord. He said, but if I cast out devil by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. So, the kingdom come. We are praying the will of the Father. Then number four article say, let the will be done on earth as it is done what in heaven. So, you see that these are the protocols of prayer. Then it was number five article that begin to talk about our daily need. He said, give us our daily bread. Now, but what we have been taught in church today, or what we've known about prayer, is opposite. So many people come to God, the first thing they are asking God, they are buffeting God with their own need. No, that is not how to pray. Your first prayer is that you first reverence Him. Many people don't reverence God in the place of prayer. You see people pray, they pocket their hand, and you think you, you can't have answer because you must come to that point of reverence. You must reverence Him. You must give Him praise. So people come to pray, the place of prayer, they never know how to thank God for what, what He did before, and they are asking Him another thing. No, it was not done like that. Now, let's say for instance, you have a child, or you give a gift to someone. Now, those of us that, that have that are married and they have children. You give your son a, a, a gift and your son did not thank you. And the next thing is telling you, give me another thing. You look at the son, well, I, I don't understand. What are you trying to say? The one I give to you, no any act or form of what? Of gratitude. You don't never show gratitude to it. Or you that, that those of us that are not married or that don't have children, but you have a friend, you give out something and the person never appreciate it. And it's coming to ask you for another thing again. You can't give out again. So that is how God is. We don't reverence God. We don't giving thanks we don't thank him for who he is and we come every day buffeting him and you think he will answer it is not this a principle so we must learn how to what acknowledge him as your father acknowledge him as your father is not a in, in, in the context of prayer as i told us last week that there are different kinds of prayer and which we are going to enter into it might not be today but i want to spend time in teaching us on how to pray because if you get it very well in your place of prayer then you will enjoy prayer first when you see prayer as a fellowship when you see prayer as a means of giving him praise when you see prayer as a means of referencing him then you will not need anybody to cajole you to pray because you see it was as a privilege to have fellowship with your heavenly father Thank you, Father. So, oh, thank you, dear Lord Jesus. 
Um, let me shift a little bit and tell us the benefit of prayer. Why do we pray? What are the benefits of prayer? One of the things, as I said last week, is that he gives us fellowship. And number two things that he gives us, and an, an, it's a privilege given to us to exercise our authority in Christ. It's a privilege where we exercise our authority in Christ. He said, we are seated with Christ far above principality and power in heavenly places. So there are two dimensions of prayer. I think I'm going to... Okay, there are two dimensions of prayer. There's a prayer you pray from earth to heaven. And there's a prayer you pray from heaven to earth. What did I mean by that? When you are praying a prayer from earth to heaven, you are telling God about your problem. You are telling God about your challenges. You are telling... Actually, we are not meant to tell God about our challenges because He knows them already. He has taken care of those things 2,000 years ago by Jesus Christ dying what on the cross. But when you are praying a prayer from ear to earth, you are letting God know. But when you are praying a prayer from heaven to earth, you are speaking from your authority. So that's why I said that He gives us privilege to exercise our authority in Christ. He said we are seated far above principality and power. So when you are praying a prayer from your authority, you don't beg, you make a decree. You make a decree. That's why I say, I command every demon sitting on my finance, get out in the name of Jesus. That is a prayer, praying from the realm of authority. That's why I say that we, don't, we are not meant to even tell God about our problem because he has solved them and he has put us in Christ. He said we are seated with Christ. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places, far above all principality and power. So if you are seated with Christ, then you are not meant to be begging God to do something. What you do that, you speak from that realm of your authority by commanding those demons. You have pain in your body. What you don't need to do is that don't tell God to come and take away the pain. No, I command you pain to live now in the name of Jesus. It's because you understand your authority. And what's bringing to that place is prayer. It's a privilege where we exercise what our authority. So wherever you take your place of your authority, you cause things to happen within the ambience of your power given to you by Christ. So when you exercise, so many believers today, they don't know their authority in Christ because they lack prayer. They don't give themselves to prayer because as we begin to pray, and I told us last week that we cannot neglect the place of studying the word from prayer. They go hands in hand. And I, I, I believe maybe one of these days, our host will give a room where we talk on the word of God. We can't neglect the place of word and prayer. They go together. You can't be a man of prayer if you don't have the word. You can't be a man of the word if you don't have the prayer. They go hands to hand. So when you begin to study the scripture, you know who you are in Christ. Then you begin to exercise what your authority. Many believers today, they are poor because they don't know their authority in prayer. You don't you don't tell God, come and bless me. He has blessed you already. What you need to do is that you command that demon sitting on your finance. You are doing business. Your business is not working well. You don't tell God about the business because he has given you authority in Christ Jesus. What you need to do is wake up with the money, pray in tongues, and command every demon sitting on my business that is not making my business to progress. I command you, live now in the name of Jesus. When you speak it from authority, the demon will leave. But many believers today, we don't know our authority in Christ. Why? Because we have not given ourselves to prayer. So another privilege or benefit of praying is that prayer helps us to activate and walk in the consciousness of our divine presence. Now, I say that our Father who art in heaven, so you are conscious that you are not 
dwell in this realm. You are conscious of who you are in heaven. The problem we have as a believer is that we don't really know who we are in Christ. The people in the world, they know, they believe so much in their in their Ezemo or in the God of this earth that they are serving. Now, if they if they go to see their their abalis and the abalis give them something. They are very careful to apply those things and get their result. But we believers, we don't know who we are. So one of the benefits of prayer is that prayer helps us to activate and walk in the consciousness of our divine presence, of who we are in Christ. So as you begin to pray, you begin to sense naturally that the atmosphere you are has begun to change. Why? Because we are engaging. Now, let me talk a little about praying tongues. Now, why do we pray in tongues? Praying tongues give us is an avenue to spend time in the realm of the spirit. Because in the realm of the spirit, they don't speak language, they don't speak Hausa, they don't speak Igbo, neither Yoruba, neither France, neither Swalish, neither Germany, neither whatever. They don't speak the language of head in that realm. The language they speak in that place is the language of the spirit. If you read the book of First Corinthians chapter 11 he said he that prayed in the unknown tongues prayed what speaketh what mystery he said he speaketh what mystery so it's a language of the spirit so when you are praying in tongues one of the benefit of why we should pray in tongues is that we spend time in the realm of the spirit we are spending time with god i believe i it is a painful thing to me when i hear believers and they say they don't like they don't pray in tongues Thank you, Jesus. Now listen to First Corinthians chapter eleven, verse First Corinthians. It says, "Be ye follower of me, even also as the follower of Christ." Now praise. Now I praise you, brethren, that you remember me in all things and keep the ordinances as I deliver them unto you. But, but I would have you know that the head. No, okay, that's not what I'm going now. Thank you, Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14. First Corinthians 14, 14. 14, 14. Now look at what Paul is saying. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, first Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh unto men, but speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, how be it in the spirit he speaketh mystery. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongues speaketh not unto men, but unto God. So the language of the spirit is not English language. You must pray in tongues. It's a commandment. In the book of the Acts of the Apostles, when the believers were gathered together, it said, and it came upon them as a clothing of fire, and they begin to pray in an unknown tongues. Now some people feel that they say that we can't pray in tongues like that on the spirit come upon us no we must not wait the spirit because you have this holy ghost inside of you you must convert it intentionally you say if now first Corinthians 14 14 where we are reading 14 14 look at what paul said paul said if i pray in an unknown tongue if i pray so you must engage your will he said if i pray in an unknown tongue my spirit prayed let but my understanding is unfruitful he said what then i will pray in the spirit i will so it's what you do consciously you must not wait when the spirit comes upon you you must do it consciously 
as you pray i will pray in the spirit i will pray in the spirit i will pray in the spirit so it's a will you must pray it let's say for instance i used to give this an example every one of us have an android phone and in your android phone you have what is called a play store in your play store you have many app in your play store that you can download so if you choose if you download a whatsapp you can decide to download whatsapp and you and you decided not to use it so we have the spirit of god in us the ability to pray in tongues inside so we can choose to convert it so it's inside of us as what as a potential energy but we must convert it to kinetic energy by what exercising our will Paul say i will pray in the spirit i will pray in the spirit i will also pray what in understanding i will sing in the spirit i will also sing what in my understanding what is Paul trying to say here i will pray in the spirit i will also pray in my understanding before he said if i pray in the spirit my spirit prayeth let but my understanding is unfruitful so when you are praying the spirit what you are doing that you are engaging the spirit realm you are ventilating your spirit man but your understanding is unfruitful you can't understand what you are saying so that is why he say in first Corinthians chapter 14 verse 2 he say he that speaketh in unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto god for no man understand him how be it in the spirit he speaketh mystery you can pray you can just wake up just say have rest of have ragadishki for holy child what you are saying nobody understands. you don't know that single art of that two minute tongue that you pray maybe you are adverting an accident that wants to happen in a place because you are speaking what a mystery is called the language of the angels and you used to identify yourself so one of the benefits why we pray in the spirit it gives us access to pray for a very long time you can't pray in english for two hours you'll be exhausted you 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 will lack words to say to say you can't write a prayer point and say lord i want to pray for for, for food and you are praying you are repeating it for hours you get tired but one of the things that give you opportunity that give you access or that help you to pray for a very long time is praying tongues as you are praying tongues you are there for three hours you are there for four hours you are there for five hours and maybe in our in our next listen i will tell you the reason why we need to pray for a very long time see if you don't spend pray for a very long time the place of prayer you can't stumble into the will of god you can't know the will of god for your life so one of the way one of the reasons one of the benefits of we pray in tongue a prolonged prayer is for us to know the will of the father for us because the spirit searches all things he begins to reveal his will to us so another benefit why we pray is prayer is also the exercise of human spirit prayer is exercising our human spirit if we don't pray, our human spirit will not grow. So that is why I see many believers today, before something happens, they are calling Jesus, 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 Jesus. They don't know what to do because they are confused. Why? Because they don't live a life of prayer. You can't see a believer living a life of prayer. The, the believer cannot be confused. The reason why we have many confused people today is because they neglect the place of prayer. You see a believer, they don't know what they want to do with their life. Why? Because they neglect the place of prayer. They've given themselves to another thing. So prayer helps us to exercise our human spirit. You want to know the will of God for your life. You want to know the will of God for your marriage. You want to know the will of God for your business. My brothers and sisters, my, my father, my mother, out there, we must give ourselves to prayer. 
We can't neglect the place of prayer. You can't know the will of God for your life if you are not a man of prayer. And if I mean, when I say pray, man, I mean the both gender. So we can't be, we can't live a successful life. We can't live a triumph life if we are not a man or people of prayer. So one of the vital element of effective prayer is focusing our mind on what we are praying about. So one of this is how when you want to pray, you must focus yourself on prayer. How I wish I'm seeing us. I would have demonstrated because I it, it, I've, I've with my little work with God, I've seen people praying and they pray and miss. And I've seen different kind of people praying. At the end of the day, they don't know what they are praying about. They don't have infant. They don't have result. They don't have feedback from their prayer. It's because they are distracted. If you want to have effective, if you want your prayer to be effective, you must sustain a mind of focus. You must learn the principle of focusing. You must know how to focus on what you are praying. Let's say, for instance, you are praying for God to reveal your wife, your, your suitors to you. When you. What you do is that gather scriptures that talk about it and you focus, channel your, all your energy to it. Your spirit, soul, and body must be in that prayer. You can't have results. So many people say they, they are asking God and God is not talking to them. He's talking to you. It's because you are distracted. You focus your mind. You focus your emotion. You focus all your entire faculty on that prayer you are praying about. You are praying for somebody to get saved. Look for you. Focus on that person. You are praying for God to show you a visa. Or to, you are praying God for your visa. Some people, they are praying for God to give them visa. When they say, in the name of Jesus... Then their mind have wandered out. What they are thinking about is the food that they are cooking in the kitchen. No, you can't have answer. Or what they are thinking about is their uncle or their sister that is one place. You can't get results. You must focus your mind. You must focus your mind. So, you must focus your mind, your emotion, and your entire faculty on what you are praying about. It's very important. So, if you want to have result, is one of the things you must do that you must focus and one of the ways that will help you to do that is by praying the spirit you see you must pray in the spirit for you to have that because there are many noise that is going on in your in your in your spirit you think about the person you slapped you think about the person you abused you think about the person that promised you money and the person does not bring the money back so one of the way to silence those noise is by praying in the spirit you pray in tongues you pray in tongues like so praying in the spirit is a great advantage in this regard so the reason why you are distracted in place of prayer is because there are many noise and one of the way you can kill that noise is by praying spirit praying spirit loud not praying quietly pray in spirit loud so that you can overcome that voice so paul said i will pray in the spirit first corinthians chapter 14 he said for I pray in an unknown tongues, my spirit pray let, but my understanding is unfruitful. What then? I will pray in the spirit, I will pray in understanding also, I will sing in the spirit, I will sing in other. So you can sing in the spirit, you are chanting, you listen to chants. As you do that, then you come to that point of stillness, then you begin to hear God clearly. So this is how we pray. Many people pray, they don't have results. Why? Because they don't have focus. They are not focused in their place of prayer. So it is very important that we yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit by giving our mind to Him in the place of prayer. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. So, how do we achieve that? 
is by praying in the spirit. So your spirit man will synchronize with the spirit of God. He said, no man know the things of God. No man know the things of man except the spirit of a man. No man know the things of God except the spirit of God. He said, the spirit of God searcheth all things, even the deep things of God. How do you want to do that if you are, if you are not praying in the spirit? How do you want to do that? Your spirit man cannot, your spirit man can only synchronize with the spirit of God when you pray in the language of the spirit and you pray in the spirit. So praying in the spirit gets you synchronized with the will of God and the purpose of God. So if you engage these, these practical steps that we talked about, I assure you, your prayer life is going to change. You are, you are going to have a new dimension. You begin to have fellowship. You begin to have insight and you know the will of God for your life. So, my, as I begin to random, round up now, is what I've said today is that one of the ways to pray is that first you are praying to a father and number two, you hallow him by giving him reverence. You reverence him. You reverence him. You reverence him. You don't go to God and see God as your mate, even though it's your father. It's also a consuming fire. It's also a judge. So you reverence him. How do you reverence him? You cast down your crown. Just like the 24 elders, they cast down their crown day and night, saying what? Holy, holy. That is reverence. So you reverence him. When you do that, what you are doing that, you are, you are creating an atmosphere where you have results to your prayer. And, and I've said another thing that you must learn how to focus when you come to the place of prayer. Focus on what you are praying about. Don't just come and t- thank you Jesus and go, what are you thanking God for? You must have what focus and what will help you to be focused in the place of prayer is praying in tongues. You pray for a very long time until you silence the noise in your spirit. So, in our next episode, we will continue on how to pray or different kinds of prayer so i'm trying to make it short so that we can learn so how to pray different kinds of prayer then maybe i'll teach you how to pray the prayer of faith now one of the prayer that every believer need that we need because there are two dimensions of prayer the place of intimacy and for our own need now in the place we read the first three articles talks about intimacy then number five talks about our own need and what we need to get our own needs is the prayer of faith i'll teach you the protocol of the prayer of faith and how to pray the prayer of faith and when you practice it you surely give testimony thank you for your time thank you for having me again god bless you all thank you sir <laughs> please you guys can please oh Check out his messages on Telegram at Potter's House Network if you want to help your spiritual life. And then you can follow us on Facebook, Inside Life and Godliness, on Instagram at Inside underscore LIAG. I am not saying I'm sure. I know and I'm very, very sure that you have been blessed. Have a nice day. Thank you.